Hey everybody, welcome back to Access Is, presented by Color Collections. I am one of your co-hosts, Tisa. And I'm your other co-host, Terry. And we would like to welcome you back, or for the first time, to another episode of our podcast, Access Is. This is a podcast where we share information with our community in particular, because we believe information is power. And access is everything. Exactly. So let's check in. How are you doing emotionally, mentally, and physically um, with the multiple traumatic life events occurring during the pandemic? More innocent lives were lost at the hands of white supremacy and so much economic instability. We do have some mental health resources um, that we're going to share with you guys in our show notes. Phone sessions, free or reduced prices. So definitely make sure you check the show notes at the end of the podcast for the details and you guys will be able to find out different resources that we have or that we know of that are available. Excuse me. So to check in, um, I am fine. Thank you for checking in. Thanks for asking, because we've been gone for a long time for our normal viewers or listeners, because we're on YouTube, guys, so you can watch this. So for the normal peeps who keep up with us, we have been gone, but we're sorry we have been adulting in a pandemic. So a lot, a lot, a lot has been happening. So um, it was just hard. We're still working full-time jobs, guys. So it was hard to fit in some podcast time. Um, but checking in, uh, I'm okay. Thank you for asking. It has been rough uh, to not be able to plan life or participate fully in life and just go to work as essentially needed and get food and, you know, get gas. And that's your whole life. Thank God for Netflix. And even though I know a lot of people, they're like, I've watched everything on Netflix. But thank God for Netflix and books and TV. Honestly, I don't even have time for all that, guys. If I'm going to be real with y'all, I haven't had a restful pandemic. I have been going to work. I'm in school full time. I'm exhausted. I need a vacation. I need a break. I need, I need some time in the house to sit around and not do anything. So I am jealous of the people who are just very rested and rejuvenated during this pandemic period as much as they can be aside from the stress of it all um terry how are you doing in this pandemic um i would say i i think that i am doing i'm, I'm better off as far as i'm making sure i take the relaxation time um you know that we're in dc so tisa and i both live in dc i actually work in dc and i take the public transportation so i've enjoyed working from home this has been phenomenal for me. Um, I'm now, I feel like I have, I've never had the autonomy with my life as an adult that I now have. So I'm living it up. When I heard people talking about they work out every day, I was like, who's doing that? I ain't got time. Now I have become one of those people. I'm like, oh my God, how have I never been this person? Like I'm about to go buy me a bike too. So I can become one of those. I'm enjoying that part of the pandemic. What I will say, and we're going to talk more about um, mental health later on in our podcast, Tisa made a comment to me, and it's been made to me before. My mom said the same thing recently, and I was like, oh. So in speaking on mental health part, I would say that even though I feel fine, I feel more rejuvenated, I have noticed that other people have commented that, man, you're a Debbie Downer. Why are you so negative now? And I think that we're going to talk about it further, but I want to make sure that people are, are cognitive of the fact that even though you may be in a space, beware of your friends and family that say things like that because that is indicative of a change in your behavior. So... Whereas I might think that the pandemic is not affecting me at all. It is obviously the stress is actually coming out in other ways. So I am trying to de-stress and work out and everything, but I can see it. And, and when you mentioned it, I was like, oh, damn, I have been saying a lot of negative stuff. I have been dwelling on 
a lot of the issues that we're all having, which is normal, but you want to also ensure, like you just said, you know, you don't stay in that same place because then, you know, I'm, I'm, I was uh, quarantining alone, but now I have my nephew, but I also don't want to allow or, you know, get down in this depressed state by myself and then I'm, you know, staying in that same space. So definitely be careful of that and be mindful when you see, you know, your friends and family, if you do notice changes, talk to them about it and make sure that they do have the resources to get the help if they need it. That's a really good point. And in another episode, I think we can discuss kids and the teens. Oh, yeah. I mean, how, how it may be affecting them and affecting their parents who's stuck with them, who's pandemicing with them. Should I not say stuck with them? No, it's appropriate. It's appropriate. Nobody <laughs> that a was going to be so difficult. Ooh, Jesus, I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, the offense, my Lord. Uh, yeah, but um, so Terry made very good points. Pay attention to your own mental and emotional well-being, as well as your friends and families. Check in with people, especially if they are uh, quarantining alone. I know a lot of people just kind of not even quarantining and just over it, but for the people who are quarantining alone, or even if they aren't, you know, they may have family quarantining, like Terry's mom is in Florida, so she can't necessarily get to her. Her mom is a central worker, so, you know, just check on everybody um, as often as you can, because it's important. Um, they may have, you know, economic stress. They may have lost people. Uh, people are losing pets now, uh, losing homes, losing jobs. So, yeah, it's just a stressful time, guys. It's a stressful time. But if you can get out there and ride a bike, my sister bought a bike also. So if you can exercise, any enjoyment or relaxation you can get during this time, take advantage of it, basically. Because 2020 has, she just snatched all our edges. She didn't care for us in the worst way. So whatever good you can get, take it still that joy still that joy yes keep that because um take it for all of us because 2020 showed up and showed out okay i do want to shout out real quick uh tisa mentioned that she is in school full-time and she's about to graduate with her master's in that's when you say what your master's is in because i don't oh, i didn't even thank you yeah. for i didn't even tell her to tell my personal business well i'm excited for you so i'm sorry yeah in cybersecurity. So thank you, Terry. I was supposed to have a graduation in June. That got canceled, as did my sister's graduation. Um, so it, with a lot of graduations, high school graduations, proms, all those things are missed. So again, we'll revisit that in our episode with the teens and maybe, yeah, maybe another episode about just missed life events and how we can, can get past those. Uh, a lot of people like big birthdays, 40 and 50 and trips and weddings, uh, a lot of things missed. But anyhow, so we're good. We hope you all are good. If, if you're good or not, check in with us, comment below, comment on any of our platforms. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know how you're coping. Give us your ways that you're getting through it. Um, Terry is over there having exercise challenges with her nephew um, <laughs> over here, you know working away, trying to stay sane. Um, yeah, keeping busy. So busy is good, right? <laughs> you keep busy, but quickly, busy is good. So I'm, I'm not complaining, but that's what I'm not doing. I'm, I'm not complaining. I'll say that, keeping busy. So going to our next segment is what we like to call Shades of the Day, because again, we are colored collections. See how that play on words? See how that works, guys? 
So Shades of the Day, this is a little segment that we call Shades of the Day, and it's what things in the media, pop culture, or politics, et cetera, um, that's creating a positive vibe that you would like to shine a light on, a good shade, or something that's not so good, something you're not rocking with that you want to dim a light on. Terry, do you have any positive or negative shades for us today? I got a bunch of different shades. So we're going to start with a shade that we want to shine a light on and i'm super excited to announce i guess it's already been announced but just to remind you guys that we have mayor-elect ella jones in ferguson missouri she'll become the first black person and the first woman to lead the city yes come on now ella so we all remember uh ferguson yes let's clap up for uh miss ella for ella jones we remember ferguson missouri we first uh really noticed it with mike brown and the passing of it or the murder of Mike Brown in 2014 and all the rioting and different actions that occurred there. Protests and, yeah. That's when I think I was made aware of Ferguson, but that's that was definitely a big ups. Um, we've had a couple different changes and I like to see that. It's taken a little bit of time, but we're now seeing that the people are being represented by somebody that looks like them. So we'd love to see it. So that's let's- That's awesome. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna. So Terry picked these for us, but she did a wonderful job. I, I agree and concur with the, the positive shades and the negative shades because we are kindred spirits. So I'm right here with her. So the negative shade that she picked, I definitely agree with that something we want to dim the light on and we want it to quietly fade into the background and go away. That's what we want. We want a quiet fade. Um, and what she didn't put on here, but we're going to get to it was, um, what is it, Terry? You know, was this a ploy for album sales? But we'll, oh, yeah. Um, so, of course, the infamous Kanye West and his campaign. And for those of you all who are not watching the YouTube campaign in air quotes, that's what you call it, um, for president of the United States. Um, that's kind of in conjunction with his new album that's soon to be released but anyhow so talking about the viral video of him in the club giving a campaign speech where he went on a wild rant went into tears talked about how his dad wanted to abort him he wanted to abort his daughter just it was it was over the top um which takes us back to the conversation about mental illness a lot of the anti-black rhetoric that we're hearing from various media outlets people in our personal lives, people in our professional lives, all over social media, how the races are just coming out the woodworks. They just, it was like the whistle that only the dog, the dog whistle, literally, figuratively, and they heard it and they're coming out raising their hand like, I'm sorry, did you call me? Who called for a racist? Who ordered one? I'm here. So um, like those things, here's Kanye right on cue. Um, and Terry and I, you know, we have some interesting thoughts on it back and forth. Because Terry is not giving him any slack. Um, <laughs> I dim a light on it. I do think, yes, he has some serious mental illness issues that I don't know who's working on it with him, for him, what he's doing, but they're there. They are present. I'm not trained in that field, but I can see it. So um, as we all can at this point and that he has spoken on. So uh whew. um terry tell me how you feel about it before i bring it back around to some some other family that we're gonna discuss in with this what 
Yeah. So I am going to say I am not with it. I, I don't believe that his anti-Black rhetoric is a symptom of the bipolar or whatever his mental illness is. We're not even, you know, whatever it is. So Terry is saying that, sorry to cut you off, but to explain for the people, Terry is saying that because she has, I've been truly under the rock of work and school and I've been not on these internets and these interwebs, but Terry has had time. And she sees on these internets that people are saying that his anti-Black rhetoric um, is directly correlated or is his mental illness. Take it away. Go ahead. I'm not buying buying it. He, and because we, you know, we talked about this before and Yes, he was pre- he was super pro-black in this stage, but we're now in this stage and you're not. And that does not mean that now because I'm in this next stage, that because I now have this diagnosed mental illness, that we can group everything, all of my different, you know, problems and, you know, issues. No, you can't. That's, that's who you are now. That's it. I've evolved just like we've evolved. I now am pro-HBCU. I'm not mentally ill because I'm now pro-HBCU. I've just now changed my thinking. Bro, you didn't change your thinking. And part of that thinking is... No, I'm not. Okay, I'm absolutely not with it. We did. I did say I was going to stop cursing, but that's where Yay is, and I'm not with Yay on that. So I. That's a symptom or now a byproduct of illness. I okay. So and I mean I'm from, from back in the day. However, comma, uh, I do a very good job of separating the artist from the art throughout all these incidents and these different people over the years has never really bothered me um, because I'm good at separating. I don't know you personally. Um, and I don't know, you know, personally, the owners of Target, I can separate them from the product I'm buying. I'm very good with that. But yay has taken us through it. Okay. It's like we've been in a relationship and he, he's really taken us through. I, it's harder and harder for me to separate and I'm trying, okay? I want to support. I'm trying. Um, but damn. And I don't agree that he truly has this anti-Black spirit. I don't, I don't think that that's where he has evolved to. I do think that a lot of the things he say is indicative of his mental illness flaring up, to, for lack of a better term. Don't at me. I'm not training this. I don't know the proper language and I don't mean it in any disrespectful way. But I think it is a symptom of like, maybe I'm off my meds, I'm having a rough time, I'm stressed. So I'm acting out or I'm I'm saying things like, I don't think this is his normal every day. I think this is in a bad state. I'm not going to say his worst, but this is a bad state. And so then we see this and because he is a black man in America and has been for his whole life, then that's, you know, and it's a topic that comes up. It's all over media right now. You know, what we are going through as black people in this nation. So I think it's just a topic that kind of comes up. And when he's going on these rants, I don't think they're short. I think we get the snippets or the sound bites that are anti-black rhetoric or, you know, the most sensational. So I don't think that's truly where he is being raised, you know, by, the way he was raised and where he was and who he was foundationally uh, prior to kind of the evolution of his mental illness. I don't think he hates black people. Uh, I just think, yeah, the mental illness is ramping up and not reading, being a, an advocate of not reading, 
not me, y'all, him. Let's be clear. Not reading, but have talking. Not have a good publicist that's going to say, sit there and be quiet. Look good for the camera. Get on stage and perform and do great. And then, like, unless you have the facts, unless you will speak, even for this podcast, Terry will mention things and I will say, well, you could talk about it because I'm not, because I don't have the facts. Or I've not seen that or read on that. I don't think he goes by that motto. I think he just speaks and thinks whatever he comes out with is going to be genius, but this is not your music. You're not in a studio. So I think that's what happened, but we will see. Terry is on the side of, nope, he just, he's not with the Blacks. I'm on the side of, he's with the Blacks, but he's really having a difficult time right now. So I guess we're going to see how that unfolds. Um, I have a question for you. Go ahead, Terry. Do you think that if he was married to a Black woman, we would still be having the same discussion? Or do you like? Do you think that because of who his wife is, that's now shifted, and we're quick to place that blame because of Kim Kardashian and all of the things that go attached with that? I'm not going to say to a black woman. I'm going to say if he was married to a good woman who cared about him. That's, that's what a real hot take. That's a hot take. Whether, whether she be purple, pink, blue, black, white whatever I think um a good person who truly cared about him and strategically put things in place to for lack of more other better words protect him from himself mm-hmm. um because there's other people standing around that that he's paying you know is is his team is there he didn't get in his rav for and drive up there by himself snatch the mic from the DJ they they moved the light tent like this wasn't a solo venture a whole team put this in place a team that is being paid so they being paid you do what you do because you're paying me but as as a family and his wife who who cares about him who also has the finances to be like no actually i'm gonna pay another team to be around you for this particular purpose of damage control also for lack of a better word I'm going to just try to put things in place to really convince you not to go. And at the end of the day, you can't forcibly commit somebody. Terry can fill us in on that unless they're a danger to someone else or themselves. But, you know, were you giving uh, ultimatums at home? Were you saying, if you go, we divorcing? Like, were you putting your foot down? Were you slashing his tires? Were you hiding his passport and his license so he can't get on the plane? Because it ain't that hard, boo-boo. It's not that hard for me to keep you from traveling. Um, did you hide his Nikes so he can't leave? Like, what did you do so that he doesn't leave to hurt himself? Because that's what he's doing. And he's hurting a brand, which goes back to you. But at the end of the day, she don't, I think, only cares about the ratings and the sensate. Like, the more he go out there and act crazy and say recklessness, that's a storyline and that's ratings that's going to all trickle back down to the show. So that's another conversation. But I'm not going to say because she's not black. I'm going to say probably because she just don't damn care. It doesn't hurt. I don't think it hurts them to see it like the way it hurts just fans of Kanye, fans of old Kanye. Like that hurts your heart to see that. Like, damn, he is obviously struggling and in pain. And this was, you know, in the black community, like, yeah, this he was very important to us and our culture and the artistry and the culture. Just so it hurts to see that. But I don't think they watch it in as yeah they probably saw like, oh. right out for him and that that to me was it like you said that 
okay, if my friend can come out here, why my why didn't my wife come out here? Whatever else was happening, you didn't protect your husband. That that has been the biggest thing. And I think that's that's on my end. Hot take is I think that the mental illness is definitely a problem. He's in, you know, he's in an episode, but I also think that like you said, your wife ain't really that awesome and you don't have people that, are, that have your best interests at heart. And that's the bigger picture, you know, right there. Mm-hmm. That something happens, hey, these people don't fuck with you. Or your wife is perfectly in line with your views. Be they views that are from mental illness or your regular views, she's in line and in step with that. And this is how she feels. So she's like, yeah, go out there and say that about Rosa Parks. Or I'm sorry, go out there and say that about Harry Subman. Go out there go do that say that speech yeah like she helping you proofread it at night and she was like yeah this this looks good like <laughs> check so this is Melania and Donald Trump all over again okay okay <laughs> that, that, maybe that's what it is I don't know but it don't look good I tell you that much <laughs> from whatever angle it just don't look good so um yeah so okay we're dimming the light on that uh, yeah Harry, um, what else are you dimming the light on sadly I got another dim um we got the governor of Georgia, O'Brien Kemp, suing the mayor, Ms. Keisha Bottoms, for a mask mandate when there are three other mayors in the state who have also enacted the same laws. So we already know what it is. Um, it's not even, you know, the, and of course the other mayors are three white men. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. So we know what it is already. Uh, Ms. Bottoms is out here and we stand for her. We're definitely supporting her. I'm, I'm, I think it's more than just, because she's a black woman, I think that it also has to do with the fact that Atlanta is, you know, their biggest city. It is a black city. It's a wealthy city. And, you know, who going to check him? That's his thing. You know, I'm still, I'm still trying to get over there for this re-election. Y'all not going to check me. You're not going to be more popular than me, black lady. I'm still running this, and I'm going to make sure you know. So even though he also, and then update to that, he went back and said, hey, guys, make sure you wear a mask. It's probably the best thing to do. So you suing me, but you telling people to go wear a mask? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're definitely giving light on old Brian because Brian is out here wild. Yeah, that's real suspect. He out here wilding, but I'm sure his wife is in full lockstep with that, unlike the kind of situation. But anyhow, uh, okay. So finally, a good thing to shine a light on uh, to wrap it up with is just we want to shout out all of our beautiful black businesses that have seen an increase, um, maybe their first increase in, in revenue and in business and in traffic due to the pandemic and everything that's happened and awareness, a lot of people of color or people in general are, you know, purposefully and intentionally utilizing our black businesses. So keep doing that. Um, It's good to see. And so that's just something we want to, I've bought lots of things from black businesses during the pandemic. I mean, I'm trying not to do too much shopping just for food and stuff, but like I got my sash and my cap and gown thing from a black business and, getting different products so terry stays getting all the good products from black businesses so keep doing that if you can if a black business has it try to get it from them if you can yes. Go support i want to tell you i so real well i guess i'm gonna wait um for us to do some shout outs for some black businesses at the end because i've got one i just thought about that was amazing um so let's oh, do you want to go ahead and shout them out oh, okay. shout them so i joined a bunch of different groups in um on on facebook and randomly somebody was looking for a black designer and i thought that was amazing there was a black designer that makes wedding gowns and the prices were between 750 dollars and 2000 thought that was absolutely phenomenal we don't necessarily see those types of prices for black designers the gowns were beautiful 
and I was, of course, not prepared. So you just give me two seconds. I oh, okay. Okay. I don't even have a, a fiance, but I was like, this is amazing. So I guess if I do get a boyfriend, this we girl is a planner. Be strategic. I'm ready. I'm over here ready. So House of Bella Chings. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that right, but we're going to put that in the show notes too. It is absolutely gorgeous. And again, it was $750, $750 to $2,000. You cannot beat that. And they were gorgeous gowns. Well, like, it's great pricing, but some people that may be a bit, so we're not going to say you cannot beat that, but that okay. is great pricing in comparison to the rest of the market for wedding gowns. That's what we shall say. Thank we you. Want to alienate anyone. I have not bought any. So, okay, to the meat and the potatoes, as they like to say, we will get to our access point of the day, which is we want to be that access point to bridge you guys with information. So, the main thing we want to talk about today to touch on very quickly, because uh, we're going to try to do shorter episodes um, to not inundate you guys with information, but more election information. So some things will be just some updates, some info we promised you from previous episodes. Um, some things will be repetitive because we, we need you to get it. And then some new things. So um, the one thing is going to be repetitive, but you really, really need to know. Terry, do you want to read the website they should be familiar with and the things they can do on that site? Number one. No, oh, read the web. Oh, I am, I am, but that was I our big. She was getting yes. into lecture mode. Calm down, because I see you going over the top. Bring, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna go crazy, but she's about to go all full Angela Davis on y'all. Bring it back. Let me bring it back. Wusa. Okay. The website is www.vote.org. So that's vote.org. We keep reinforcing this voting and we're going to continue to tell you guys why because it is absolutely imperative. Again, they wouldn't be trying to take it away if it wasn't important. So some of the things that you're, we're, we're definitely in, uh, hoping that you guys will do and encouraging you to do is check, make sure that you're registered to vote, check your registration, check to see where you have to go vote. If you're not registered, register. If you moved, make sure you update your address. Request an absentee ballot. Pick up, sign up for uh, reminders about voting. Locate your polling location. If you, um, one of the people that we had talked to, she actually, her voting location changed two different times. And you've got to stay up on that. Make sure that you complete your census. Tisa's going to go back and she's going to talk to you guys about why you need to complete the census. But you guys, all of this is imperative in knowing and being prepared to vote. Knowing who's on your ballot, knowing where you have to go vote, knowing if you're registered, knowing you don't have to have your ID, but for us, we've seen that they're going to put different things in place to maybe stop us or encourage us, discourage us from voting. So make sure you have your ID. If you have your voter registration card, bring that with you. If you've got to wait in line, if you're not able to get off work, make sure you plan for these things. Plan to go vote just like you plan to go do other things. If we plan to go out for the weekend, we're going to get our hair and our nails done. Plan to go vote. Make it an actual plan. Make sure you check everything. You cannot say this enough. Plan to go vote. And we also so have... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Terry, I think all those things are things you can do at vote.org. So that's why she started by giving you that website because on vote.org, you can do all the things that Terry is naming or it can will feed into a website where you can do those things. Go ahead, Terry. I was going to say, someone, um, we've talked to different people, and you can absolutely find everything online. That's what he's telling you guys. Go to vote.org. There's nothing that you can't find about your voting uh, state at that website. So that is imperative that you guys go to that. Okay. So um, 
for some reason, I was going to share with you all the definition of a primary election, but I think we're past that. Um, if you want to know what it is, go ahead and, and tag us in the comments. Uh, email us, ask us, but I think we're past that. But what we will share is some late breaking um, news just Ooh. into that last piece that Terry said about the census. And for those of you watching, no, I'm not cross-eyed, but I'm going to be reading because, you know, I don't want to mess anything up. So what you may have heard, lots in the news, of course, about the census that's been obvious over the last like year or two. The census, the census. Unfortunately, we are sad to report today that there are actual real life people that Terry and I know in our actual real life, mostly that she knows, who have not, you know, I ain't even gonna say most of that she knows. If I ask, I'm probably gonna be upset. So probably some people that I know and love also that have not and will not complete the census. First of all, the same way we tell kids, don't tell me you don't like Brussels sprouts if you haven't even tasted a Brussels sprout. If you haven't opened up and read your census form, gone to the site to see even what it's asking you, then be quiet. And don't tell me about what the man gonna do with what information or who knows what when you're giving it off away for free on your smartphone all day, every day ways, and guess I said ways. So one, be informed about the census that you refuse to do when you're spouting whatever rhetoric that you heard on whoever whatsoever show. So do your census. It takes all of five to 10 minutes, okay? It, it is less information to fill out the census than it was for me to get an email account. Like, it's not that serious. And it is to help you, to help the you. Community. To help the community. Terry is over here getting really upset at Angela Davis. So I'm gonna try. <laughs> let me try to get through this. So complete your census, please, please, please. We were gonna do a whole little episode on a census. Maybe we still need to. It literally did not ask my social. It did not ask me, was I a citizen? It it was so simple. It was easier than resetting a password, bruh. The questions they asked me to reset a password about homes that I owned a decade. I was like, I don't know what street I grew up. Okay, the census was not that was not that hard. So let me give you some background so that you can really understand what this is all about. Because as we have said before, maybe not to you all, but we will. Some people, I'm not going to say the Republicans, but some people, they are playing chess. Y'all are playing punk. I need you to catch up. I need you to strategize. I need you to see. And if you can't, then at least align yourselves and take a moment to listen to, read, and research and be informed on what you don't know, okay? So let me give you this info that I am, I'm reading, new thing, fancy thing, I'm reading it. The fifth sentence of the constitution, I don't expect you all to have read the constitution, I have not read the full constitution, but the fifth sentence of the constitution specifies that persons residing in the state should be counted every 10 years to determine each state's share of seats in the House of Representatives. Okay, quick lesson in government. So we have two bodies in, in the Congress. We have the House of Representative, Representatives and we have the Congress. Uh, the Congress, the Senators, is two for each state, right? So it's 100 of them, because surprise, basic math, 50 states, two Senators each, boom. House of Representatives, however, that is based on population, is 435 members in the House, okay? So when that um, majority is winning, that's, you know, it matters how many representatives you have in your state. That's why California has so many, so much power, because they have, you know, so many more representatives than a state like maybe Idaho, who has a smaller uh, population. So 
give you some more history. Actually reading this, didn't make this up, okay. The 14th Amendment, which ended the counting of an enslaved person, i.e. Terry and I, and some of you all who are listening, your ancestors. So the 14th Amendment, which ended the counting of an enslaved person as three-fifths of a person, goes further to require the counting of the whole number of persons in each state. Persons, not citizens, not legal citizens, persons in each state. Recently, President Trump released a memo that calls for an unprecedented change to the constitutionally mandated count of every person living in the country. The exclusion of unauthorized immigrants from the numbers used to divide up seats in Congress among the states. However, it is Congress, not the president. Um, and this is in Article 1, Section 2 of the Constitution, is Congress who um, has the power to carry out the actual enumeration enumeration, that's basically the counting, the numbering. Um, so Congress has the power to carry out the actual enumeration of the country's population in such a manner as they shall direct by law. So this means that, first of all, it's not the presidential power, it's not the executive branch um, that can carry out the census and the actual numbering of the population, the counting of the population. However, President Trump's administration, they've released this memo that they want to essentially remove all non-citizens, right? People who are here, however they're here, they're not citizens. We're not gonna say illegally, but they're not citizens. Remove them from being counted as whole persons on the census, right? In addition to that, the state of Alabama has an ongoing federal lawsuit where they basically are saying they wanna do the same thing. In quotations, um, because I want to be sarcastic, they're they're saying that they're trying to avoid losing a seat in Congress after the 2020 census because they want to leave out unauthorized immigrants. So leaving out people will keep a seat. That math don't even add up. But anyhow, this is what they are working on. Basically, the whole gist of this is on the census, they do not want people who are not citizens to be counted. That means that then your state will have less people that means you will get less resources, less federal funding, less assistance. And if you already live somewhere where you have less, less, and less, they want to take even more away from you, okay? So that's the long game. That's the strategy of it. So you not doing your census for whatever reason, if you're poor, that only hurts you. That only compounds you being poor. I might be okay, okay? Terry might be okay. He might be okay. We're, we're, we're getting by. You, however, if you're catching the bus under broken down and dilapidated bus stops, or that's if you even get ones that provide shelter and covering, if your streets aren't filled with litter and trash, if you don't even have hospital and urgent care facilities and um, child care facilities in your communities, if pre-K is not provided for free in your communities. These are the things that you won't get in the little bit that you have, they're gonna take away because you're not doing your census so that you can be counted. And then they're also on the back end, they're, they're hitting it from two ways. They're, they're convincing you and brainwashing you not to do your census so that even you that are here legally are not being counted. And then they're also hitting it from the other end to say, you know what, for those that do do it, if they legal citizens, though that's not what the Constitution says, we don't want them counted on the census either. So they're just, they're showing up all their possibilities in their strategy. But again, 
if if you got it like that and you're doing good and you you need nothing for your community, you need no municipal services, then you go ahead and skip the census. But our schools need more, our streets need more, we need more. So I'm I've done my census as soon as it came to the house. Terry, did you do your census? I did my census. I was hype about it um, because I've only done a census one other time. So I was hype. I was like, whoo -hoo! look at me. I got a census. And when I talked to people, that's why I was so frank. I, was, I mean, I thought maybe it was a different census because I'm like, well, no, I filled it out. And I understand, like, just like I understand that the school board going to the school meetings and all of that stuff is imperative because though I don't have kids, I do want the kids in my neighborhood to have a safe school. I do want to have resources. I want to have a park across the neighborhood. I want to be able to afford to live in this neighborhood. I am the public transportation person. So I may not, I may be able to afford some Ubers and stuff, but I understand that if you're getting a housing voucher, you may also, this may be your only mode of transportation. This is all you got. So if this bus no longer runs around here and you got to work late at night, now what do you do? No, there's no light at the bus stop or the bus is disgusting and broken down all the time because even they don't give us the nice clean buses. I know that certain neighborhoods, you don't get the nice clean buses. You, you don't get the bus that's in good repair. You don't get the bus stops that are clean that you can look up on the app and see when it's a whole different game. But again, y'all keep not talking about your senses and listening to your auntie and your cousin and boo-boo the fool and all of them. And we're going to see where you're going to be. Come around next census. Let's talk about the fact that you may not even have a bus in your neighborhood. It's mm -hmm. too many people that don't have cars or my cars broke down. I can't afford to get my car fixed and I need to take a bus, but we don't have a bus in our neighborhood. Because exactly. you just said a word already about the buses being different. I've now moved into the city. It's a whole different bus than when I was riding in Arlington. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so do your census. And if you're not going to do it, be informed. And please share with us. Comment below on or why are you not doing it? Because we confused. Um, and it's, if it's because you think NSA is about to get your information, first of all, boo-boo, they're not checking for you. And second of all, if they are checking for you, they already got it. So I'm confused on uh, what life you live in that you don't need to do the census. Te enlighten Terry and us. Share with us. We would love to have guests. Share with us if you want to come on to talk about why we shouldn't be doing the census. Or why you're not voting. I'd love to see that. I uh we're going to talk more about dating during quarantine. And there was a lot of different people that were not voting. And I was like, bro, I'm going to have to swipe on you. I can't even do it. So if you're not voting or not filling out your census, hit us up and let us know. And we'll have you on the show. Hmm, yeah, that's going to that's gonna be a positive and interesting show. Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it on up, roll it on down, because we're trying to do some uh, shorter, more concise podcasts for you guys. So, um Sorry if we came at you a little hot and heavy and angry with that, but please vote. Please do your census. By all means, at least please be informed before you open your mouth. And Terry, take it away. All right. So, Tisa, what are you, uh, let me make sure I'm okay. So, what are you adding to your color collections? So, for our listeners, that's any product, business, or platform, or people that you want to give a shout out to or share with so that we can all support them and add to our lives. What do you have? I'm unprepared. Um, and... I've really just, you know, I've been grinding it out during this here quarantine, doing this essential going to work, uh, working these long hours and just doing school. So the last thing that I did buy that I was able to add that was from a black business that was a great product, packaged beautifully and all, was um, uh, my graduation sash. So I will post pictures, and we should probably start doing that, just post pictures of the products and tag the people. 
Um, and oh, this so I can shout out this weave. I did get my hair done by a black girl, and it was super cute. And I told her like, oh, I'll shout you out on my podcast page. So, um, and I think her, I think she's at Best Neat Braids on IG. So shot her out and a picture of moi with this weave well i I say weave because it's fake but these faux locks kind of things they're very kind of like they're faux locks but not they're short and they're not of a texture a normal texture that you would expect so i'll shout her out and the the graduation sash on the pot on the ig page and facebook page and all that on all our social medias um but I'm unprepared to have names and websites and things for you right now here today. Terry, take it away. Uh, I was still trying to find the wedding lady because I so wanted oh. to be able to find her. So it's, it's okay. We were clearly both unprepared for that. We knew we were having it, but it's cool. We're going to also, let's talk about something else because I'm so mad I can't find her, but we're going to find these people and oh. make sure. Guys, go ahead, give it away. Come on. Okay, I did leave a note here. Guys, this is how long it's been. These notes from when we've been meaning and meaning and meaning. We've been meaning and meaning to get y'all another podcast since before Michelle's documentary came out, since before the beat, of course, since before Insecure ended. We we want to talk about all those things, and we will later on. But uh, I did leave a note, a book I just finished that I got through really quickly. And it was pretty good. There Will Be No Miracles Here by Casey Gerald. Um, young black man, lawyer, graduated from Harvard. Um, a quick, interesting read. Uh, very good. Um, he's a speaker and everything now. Um, and he, he's here for the blacks. So I'm here for it. So you can check out that book, There Will Be No Miracles Here by Casey Gerald. That was the last um, like non-school book that I read. And me and Terry are reading some other things so we can... Yeah, we'll be back with our book podcast, our reviews on books soon too. We'll have some videos for that. Terry, so what I, are you um what you what are you listening to reading? I didn't read anything. Um I okay. do have a yeah, I'm like, uh I've, I've been a little now I have been listening to the podcast. Um I we're we we have our own but Lisa put me on to the nod and I absolutely love them. So shout out to them, thank you. Still listen to love them. But I've been um, listening to Masego. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. I absolutely like the music, love the music. Surfaces, loving them also. Um, the albums were classified as pop, but I thought they had a great, amazingly, like a soulful sound. So definitely check them out too. Um, that was it. Like I, other than, you know, me and my nephew now have us a workout competition. That's really what we've been doing, working and working out and making sure Bobiz is happening, so. Yeah, check, check out, out Bobez, everybody. Check out Bobez. Oh, that's what, yeah, well, we have to talk about that. Terry did a whole virtual, like, QVC type, like, marathon of Bobez. How how did that go? Well, she participated in it, and her company is Bobez. So. so, I participated in Black VendorCon. It was an amazing experience. I definitely say, if anybody has a Black owned business, this is, they're going to do another event. It's a virtual, on, all online, um, nationwide worldwide anybody can join and honestly this was the first time I had such an amazing um I guess people come out and actually uh, people buy stuff I had not had that many customers and that many sales at all since you know before so it really gave me a big push to keep going and encouragement I'll be honest to tell you I'm still not ready to go to any in-person events and I've got one coming up and I don't know what's going to happen but 
I'm definitely all for the virtual online events and it definitely had a QVC feel and that's how I kind of ran it. So check out Black VendorCon when it comes up again. It's a plethora of different black owned businesses. Any and everything that you want, they were on there. I'm with it. I will definitely, I'm interested to check them out because I was at work the whole flipping day. But I'm interested to even just check them out as a consumer. So everybody check that out and we will make posts. We need to make posts for all this. We're going we're gonna to get on top of it, guys. We're going to get together. 2021, I'm telling you, we're going to have our stuff together. Um, and we are going to come back with the book reviews. We are, we were reading Medical Apartheid, guys. And Terry finished it, right? You finished it, Terry. Yeah, I finished it, yeah. She finished it in the past. I am not at an emotional space, a mental or emotional space where I can finish it. Um, it was just taking me to tears, guys. I can't do it. So I'm, I'm not even planning on finishing. I'm probably going to delete it out of my Audible because I can't. So, but I took like detailed notes it was a lot of information and uh dense so i took lots of notes so we will discuss it she'll be able to take you to the end of it i don't think i'm there um to finish it it's just traumatic as a black person right now so we will do that and we also are excited we're going to start reading because we both have the physical because we old school we like the real books um, what do we have, Terry? Black theology and black power. <laughs> Come through. That's about to be a great read. Um, yeah. So we're going to review that. And I'm still on um, The Half Has Never Been Told. Mm. You did, you read that, I thought. No, I don't think I did. That's oh, okay. amazing. So we'll, we'll do that as well. Um, and it's very good because it's taking you through right now, just like kind of the economic foundation and this capitalist system and how, well, of course it started from slavery, but it, you know, it's taking us through to build up America. So we'll read that also. I'm pretty sure you read that. She reads a lot. She's a voracious reader and I think she forgets the books. I think you read them, but okay. I, I, it sounds like something but I would We will review that one, but up next, well, we're going to talk about medical apartheid to get it off the docket. And then after that, we will do a, review of black theology and black power so if you want to read that with us come on through we got our books and it was affordable right i, I think my book, i think it's like 14.99 14 okay 15 dollars or less um it may also be available on audible but i just i want i knew i'm gonna be highlighting sensation and writing notes and stickies so I wanted to touch that book. So I got an actual book. Terry, did you get the actual book or you got the Audible? I did. I got the actual book because it's not on yeah, Audible. I got no, oh, it's, it's not, not on Audible. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, guys. It's not on Audible. So we got the actual books, but it's um a thin, it's not a big book. I feel like we need to read. I mean, I think maybe, maybe 200, 250 pages, maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe. So we'll be excited to do that review. And then, um, all right, we'll wrap it up. So then that's it. So the definition of access is the freedom of the ability to obtain or make use of something. So gain all the information you can and share it with your communities so that we can all benefit. Yes. And so as always, please tune in. We are on YouTube now at Colored Collections with an S. So find us on YouTube if you want to see our beautiful faces. Um, if not, also feel free to listen to us on all your podcast platforms and if you have show suggestions questions comments or topics that you want us to discuss send all your feedback to colored 
collections at gmail.com or at colored collections on all social media platforms. And yeah, just check us out on YouTube or anywhere. Thanks, guys. Bye.